T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You've waited all week, and now the wait is over. It's the only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Blind Mike. Well, we had a good show planned for you today. Did we? We did. We had a great show planned for you, I thought. I know I'm back this week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's why I say had. What what is that supposed to mean? I'm, I'm here. Jesus Christ. We had a great show planned. Uh, you know, we followed up. We had LB a couple weeks ago. He was great. Awesome. Minahan last week, he was great. Highest highest rated show, I would assume. They don't let me see the numbers. But I would guess Kirk Minahan being on last week was our highest rated program. And then I was going to follow it up with Alex Reamer this week. But like so many bathhouse attendees, I've been screwed by the little twink. Wow. He, uh... All right. That's, he, that's how we're he starting, bent me, huh? He bent me over, and he had his way with me. He's, uh, he's apparently back on the Kirk and Callahan program on Tuesday. I saw that. So he wanted to save all his all his juice. Suspension over. All his juice for uh, KNC. I get it. I'm not uh, delusional enough to... As much as Minahan thinks I have this sense of self-importance. Uh, kind of delu- came off that way, my man. I really disagree. I strongly disagree. I think me and everybody else agrees. No. You're out of your fucking minds. Yep. Uh but I understand that uh, Reamer wants to save himself for, for Tuesday. But he will be on next week, or so he says. Well, now you until get until he finds another way to slither out. Now you get to come back and talk to me. John Dennis call him a weasel. I think he was right. Yeah, this little weasel. Yeah. Now, so now I'm stuck with Dan. I'd but, be, uh, I'm like, I've basically come to terms that I'm your therapist. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty much right. Well, I've then come. you of all, <laughs> you above anyone else should know. I hate myself. Self-importance. I figured very false. Well, no, 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 no. Want to die every day? It's a false sense. But yeah, but I do want to address something that I I I did address with Patrick Gilroy, but it was with Patrick Gilroy, so nobody heard it. Who's that? Exactly. No, I'm serious. Patrick Gilroy uh, does two nights a week overnight for EEI. Oh, what is he like? The new Arcand? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you can even call him that, or like the new half. Being the new Arcand isn't that impressive, and he's not even that. Oh, okay. And, I, and this is coming from a man who loves Christian Arkin. But uh, when Reamer was scrubbed from the earth, they gave uh, Patrick Gilroy a couple a couple swings up at the bigs, I guess, because they couldn't find anyone else. So uh, Gilroy invited me on last week, and I talked about this, that uh, Chris Curtis on the morning show called me dry and boring. And I don't know where that comes from. I can't imagine he's ever listened to me. Because I think Ken Laird edited the show. I don't know if Chris knows how to operate a computer. So that was Ken Laird's job, I assume. I know Chris Curtis can't run the board, so I doubt he edits the podcasts. Uh, when I don't know when he would have listened to my other podcast. I don't know when he would have heard me on. I can't imagine he stayed up to hear me on with Christian Arcan last summer and held some weird grudge with me. So I don't know when he heard me. But I would say this to Chris Curtis. For him to call me dry and boring, when everything that comes out of his mouth is just utter idiocy, stumbling and fumbling and just pure drivel, 
And when he books the weekends and fill in on that show, the fill ins on that show, and his big claim to fame is getting what, Mark James on the weekend? Uh, Peter Gallant or whatever the guy's name is? Come on, man. That, that's dry and boring. So if you think I'm dry and boring, add me to the list that you've created. Add me to the Butch Stearns and the Mark James and Trenny and Tomasi. That's your all-star lineup. That's your baby that you're going to bat with. And I'm dry and boring? Go fuck yourself. I'm not good enough to be on that show when Evan Drellick they bring in for two hours. What do you got against Drellick? I mean, come on. <laughs> I, sense hey. you, I, you know, I, I just sense you have a problem with baseball writers. I do, yeah. Other than Rob Bradford. Bradford's the only one I like. Is that is that because he's technically your boss? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly why. <laughs> and he's a and he's a brilliant man. He's Good. a. I don't know why they give him such a bad rap. He's a very intelligent guy. Good to know. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the fact that he could take this podcast away from me in one second. But back to Chris Curtis. Have some fucking pride in your job, man. If you think I'm dry and boring, kick me out of here. If you think I'm that dry and boring, that's fine. I don't have this. I really don't have this self-important thing where I should be on the show. I understand. Put me wherever, if you, if you think I'm okay enough, which Callahan said, Jerry Callahan said, put him on the weekends. My boy Mutt said, put him on the weekends. Even Minahan said, throw him on the weekends once. If he sucks, you never have to hear from me again. Which even I think that's a little harsh. But, hey, I'm willing to accept the deal. If I suck, never have me back on. But I assure you, I will be better than Butch Stearns. I'll be better than Trenny and Tomasi together. I'll be better than... Mark James. And this isn't saying a lot. This is not bragging. It's an insult to them that I would be better than them. So have some fucking pride if you think I'm that dry and boring. Kick me off. Why do, why do you give me a podcast? And the answer would be, which is the saddest thing, is that they don't care about podcasts. Obviously. Look at the lineup. Other than Minahan and the real KNC, Rich Keefe, Dale does a hockey podcast. It's like, come on. They obviously don't care. Find some fucking talent. If you're this great, if you have this great insight into who the the local young talent is, and it's not me, that's fine. But find someone. Back that up with other than Ty Emmett or whatever that kid was that went to ninety eight five. Ty Anderson. Yeah, whatever. That that's the young guy, the cool young guy that you brought in. He's better than me. Come on, man. If you think I suck. Get rid of me. Don't ever have me on. That's fine. But I think it's a little shitty to just completely impede my career or hopeful career. You think I'm dry and boring? You won't give me a shot? But, you know, listen to the shit that comes out of his mouth. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. But, <sighs> but Reamer screwed me, as he has uh, so many other young men. So we are left with, uh, you know, the regular regular trash talk today. Is that cool with you, Dan? Yeah, yeah. I'm, you, so, you I'm get sorry. To, I kind of fell asleep there. You get to there. speak you're, again. You're a little dry. Oh, that, that that hurts. <laughs> now, why would you do that? I'm obviously emotional. Why would you? Why would you try and hurt me like that? Yeah, I got to laugh. <laughs> uh, so a few things in the news. Luckily, uh, one of the things Minahan told me last week was to make news, make, you know, cause trouble. I think he said, which was met with an immediate email from management. <laughs> you know. I would listen to some of Kirk's advice, but I wouldn't say cause trouble. They were fucking panicking. Did you actually get an email? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, they told me someday down the road. Zarbano. Oh. He said, uh, you know, I checked to see if you emailed me as you said you did with Kirk, and it turns out you did. Why would I lie about that? 
Bonus. They, they've just thrown people under the bus for no reason. Yeah, isn't that what? What radio, am I, Reamer? Isn't that what radio is? Yeah, but they 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 very panicked. Don't 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 Mike don't don't make any trouble. We've got enough of that going on here. Before oh before I get into the other shit, before I get into what I was gonna say about making trouble is uh can I say round of applause to uh, Kirk Menahan above anyone else? But I guess that show in general for not letting them not letting themselves be dicked around anymore. They've been getting uh, a lot of shit from some guy, Bob something or other. I forget his last name. Should have had that in front of me, but I forgot that I was going to talk about this because I was supposed to talk with Rimmer. But this guy has been going after them for some comments they made about uh, tran- transitioning, about kids, trans- uh, uh, people under 18 transitioning. Years ago they said it. And then they, they also said something about... Uh, uh, transgender athletes competing. Uh, boys transitioning to girls competing against other girls. And this guy has been attacking them for what I would deem a reasonable opinion. Not necessarily the right or wrong opinion, but a reasonable opinion, an opinion that could be argued with merit and <laughs> and civility. Uh, but this guy has been attacking them for almost a year, I guess. And uh, they mentioned it again, and they wanted the segment scrubbed from the internet. Minahan fought against it. And a round of applause to my buddy, my boy, my uh, co-host for this show, Kirk Minahan. Because I think that takes a lot of balls. And I realize everyone says, well, Minahan, it doesn't give, it doesn't give a shit if he loses his job. He has plenty of money and he can go to Barstool. But it still does take balls because he likes this job. It's comfortable. He likes getting ratings. You know what I mean? He doesn't want to lose, he doesn't want to lose that show. He likes the juice of having the number one show. And he could lose that by saying some of the shit that he does. And I respect that he continues to do it. So when people say, that, you know, I went on here last week and kissed Minahan's ass, it's not a thing of kissing ass. It's that I respect the guy. Because if you get rid of Jerry and, and Kirk in the morning, look at what else you have left. You have Dale talking about uh, Brick and Beersy and his buddies in the hockey room. You got Mud at Night. Oof. You got Patrick Gilroy after that. Oh, God. Save me. So that's why you need guys like Minahan and, and uh, Jerry on the air. But speaking of guys that cause trouble, I wanted to talk about uh, Screaming A. Smith. He, he, I feel like he apologizes for a lot. Of, he must always be in trouble. He's always apologizing. So I guess he went on Snoop Dogg's podcast, which when you're on Snoop Dogg's podcast, I can't imagine things like uh, sex or drugs would ever get brought up. So Stephen A. was obviously completely blindsided by Snoop's question. Uh, do you have his response to... Uh, whether he's a, a tit or an ass man. You're a bitch. Hang on. Oh, boy, Dan. You've, Sorry. You've I butchered fell, this. Fell asleep again. <laughs> I am a little boring this week. I'm going to ask you some questions you answer to the best of your ability. Sure. What's the first thing you do or think of when you wake up? God. Hot or cold? Hot or cold? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that question. What do you mean? Hot or cold? Or hot. Tacos or burgers? Burgers. Ass. Ass for Always, always ask. That's true. Now I'm going to answer that. I mean, I know I'm, I'm associated with Walt Disney, but damn it, everybody knows that I'm a bottom feeder. Okay. I didn't realize know that. Bottoms up. All right. I didn't realize he said the Walt Disney thing in the, uh, the bottom feeder is kind of a disgusting image. I get his confusion, though, about that, uh, that hot or cold question right yeah. after, uh, what's the first thing you think about? God, hot or cold? Because you think about God being hot? What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand his confusion. But... I didn't realize Stephen A. Smith said the Walt Disney thing in that clip. So obviously he knew what he was doing. It's like, but it's like it's a, it's a silly little thing. Now the image of uh, Stephen A. Smith eating ass 
is one we can all probably do without. Yeah, why but are you bringing Snoop, that up? But it's Snoop Dogg's podcast. So, hey, you're going to get some of that. Why go on there if you're going to be sorry for anything interesting you say? Oh, my God. I'm terribly sorry. So, I, I, I don't know. Who was bothered by this? I guess his bosses. Because I, I can't imagine anyone in the, you know, even in the fake outrage culture, I can't imagine they got mad at that because it's not offensive to anyone. I didn't even know Snoop Dogg had a podcast. Neither did I. We'll have to check it out. But uh, so he apologized to the fine people of Walt Disney. I thought I really thought Dan had that. You are off your game today, my friend. No, that's not. You don't want to be here. No, that's not the. uh, It's not in the. We don't have the apology. No, I mentioned this earlier. God damn it! Uh, You you said that's. that's (laughs) I said, do we have the apology also? Oh no, I thought you were just asking. Oh, for for the love of Christ! Well, Reamer, I need you, buddy. (laughs) Save me from this horse shit. Dealing with this guy, he's he checked out from the minute I started speaking. Oh, that is frustrating. So we don't know the apology. It's nowhere in there. No. Jesus Christ. Not seeing it. <sighs> Stephen A. Smith apologized. You know why I'm dry and boring, folks? Because if I if I reacted appropriately to this idiocy, I would lose my fucking mind every week. Unless Kirk or LB was here to soothe me. When I don't have to talk to this guy. <laughs> and I don't need to rely on him to play clips. Well... I mean, we could. Do you want to talk about the the lay? Oh, wait, wait. Actually, what I, I found it. It's I, hidden. Okay. It's not. It's not labeled Stephen A. Smith. Just, just play it. It's for labeled, enough with the excuses. Just play labeled it. SAS. Oh my God! What's happening? Play it. Play it. <laughs> what's going on? A statement. I'm sure that ESPN asked me for a quote. You'll see that. But I don't need a statement. There's no prepared statement. I'm speaking straight from the heart. It's not always about you. Wasn't talking to me generally because I'm an unselfish person, but he was saying it's not always about you; it's about the lives that you affect. When I think about Jonathan Winthrop and Nuno Texiera and Cat Pastor on this show, when I think about people like Marsha Keegan and Justin Craig and Tra Keller running radio, when I think about so. Norby Williamson, who's been very, very good to you me, happy. And I think about I Dave back. Roberts. This is horrible. I'm, 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 I'm making the executive decision. <laughs> So don't scream at me. My point for is, not playing a clip. You should have had it, even though it was utter drivel. <laughs> but it should have been in there. But I don't get why. Why? Who does this apology? I guess eventually he ramped up to an apology. I'm sorry to Walt Disney for saying I'm an ass man. Which I mean, Stephen A. Smith. Did you not think he ever had sex in his life? He's a he's a he's a red blooded American man. Man thinks about sex. Come on. So. I don't get what that apology does when people are like, he needs to apologize now. Who does that suit? Does, that, does anyone really think, oh, okay. Now I can go back to just thinking Stephen A. Smith is an asexual, solely consumed with sports being. I don't know who that satisfies. But someone who should apologize more for what they say is probably Jamel Hill. She is was defending on Twitter Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow, who a week ago got arrested for burglary. So, you know, hasn't exactly kept his nose out of trouble. Then I guess he was uh, loitering, doing some loitering around someone's house. Neighbor sees him. Says, ah, black man! Panics. But the neighbor may have been just. But at first, I guess it looked like Kellen Winslow, maybe not doing anything wrong. So Jamel Hill says, what on Twitter, Dan? Was the... Uh, she's tweet- tweeted out. You know, yeah. I, ha- I had this one ready, but she's tweeted out a bunch of sense. A bunch of sense? Yeah, so That's let me, fine. Hang on. She said, basically... 
We'll like, let Dan read in a second. It's like but. barbecues. And yeah, barbecues, Starbucks, this thing, that thing. There we go. Black Got people it. can't do Got anymore. It. Let's hear it. Can't barbecue, golf, get Starbucks, nap, and now shop for a home. This list is getting longer and longer. Meaning, what Jamel Hill means by that, for those of you that don't realize, what Jamel Hill is saying is she's looking at you know the, the, the Starbucks incident and all these viral videos of uh, black people getting unjustly harassed and saying, well, this is another one. Kellen, uh, Kellen Winslow just minding his P's and Q's outside some racist white man's house who called the police. Uh, then, Dan, tell the folks what happened about an hour and a half later. The uh, Someone, you know, something else happened, right? And then someone tweeted at her, and she just kept going. Oh, something else happened. Dan Dan is very unprepared for this episode today. <laughs> I Did you no not idea. know I was coming today? Well, I thought we were doing Reamer. Right. And then, you, then you walk in a half hour before, like, yeah. Reamer's so not, not coming in. Yeah, so he did coming. tell me. In fairness to Dan, which it's not really fairness. The guy should have been prepared. He should have had 10 episodes ready to go with or without Reamer. No, I, I was but, this week I was planning on just sitting here and running the board with my mic off. That's what you've been doing for two weeks. You've had, you've had plenty of rest. Yeah, well, la- well uh, last week with Kirk, he wouldn't even let me in the studio. So No, I didn't, wa- I didn't want him to know we were associated. Yeah. I don't no, want you embarrassing me he said the hi. way you have today. <laughs> I go off on Chris Curtis, and now I look like a real idiot. Now he's going to listen to this and say, boy, I've never been more right about anything in my well, life. Well, I got you livened up a little bit, you know, so you can thank me later. Yeah, we'll see. So what happened was that Dan is obviously oblivious to He thought I'm just bagging on Jamil Hill for no reason. What happened was Kellen Winslow, an hour and a half later, was arrested for uh, kidnapping and rape. Really? Yes. Wow. And I'm not laughing at that, obviously. I'm laughing at the idea that Jamil Hill was like, oh, this poor guy getting harassed by the cops. Then, an hour and a half later, he got arrested for something more than a misdemeanor, I would say. Uh, And then her defense of it was this. Dan, do you have this ready? What she tweeted right after. Jesus Christ. Yeah, when so, the, I'm not going to defend someone who's accused yes. of something so despicable, but when you're, uh, but while you're tweet gloating, you're also saying, "See, this is why black people should be profiled." Be my guest and die on that hill. After a bunch of people started chirp, uh, chirping her, so I don't get die on that hill. The hill is not that Kellen Wins that innocent black men should be harassed. It's that Kellen Winslow wasn't an innocent black man. A guy saw something suspicious. He called the cops, and he was right to do it. Jamel. Boy, I'm much. You know what saddens me is I was was passionate about this issue an hour ago, and now I'm much more passionate about the idea that Dan is just asleep at the wheel. Well, you know. utterly. You know, folks. Dry and boring. If you want to be, if you want to be impressed with what I do every week, think about it this way: I'm a I'm a disabled man who comes in, and his his helper, the man I've referred to as my seeing eye man, just got his feet up, eating bonbons, not giving a fuck about this show whatsoever. <laughs> Now, it doesn't have anything to read for me. I say, hey, go, go to this. You know, I, I can't see that, Dan. Could you read it? Whoa, 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 whoa. What am I talking about? What are we? I thought Reamer was. Is Alex Reamer in today? No, you're going to have to do some work, for God's sake. Well, you didn't tell me. I told you. I, told, I gave you plenty of notice. Well, this show sucks. So let's end with what always soothes me. Some Francesa audio. Well, first we got Don LaGreca. Is that all right? We gotta, we got, we gotta wade through the the Don LaGreca to get to the Pope. Yes. So Don LaGreca is what Michael K's producer, or is he a co-host? I think he's the co-host. Because the what the description yeah, I saw was that he's producer. Because when uh, K's away with Yankee games, he's the host. Okay. Yeah. So I guess co-host. That makes more sense. Because if he was just a producer, I was like, why is he 
who the fuck is he to get this worked up about this? Take a seat. Let Michael do the talking. But, I mean. Do you really want Michael K to do yeah, the Yeah, exactly. You're right about that because it's like, but Michael K, number one in the biggest market. Not anymore, right? Not anymore. He was. <laughs> he was. The one. He the, was for a little while. The three months that Mike was uh, snowballing. Yes. So, Michael K was number one. Uh, a caller calls in and says, hey, what happened, Mikey? The Pope returns. You're not number one anymore. And Donald Greca was none too pleased with that. Of that he's crushing us. In the last trend, he finished in first. We finished in fourth. He had two Yankee games that helped raise his, his average up. We're killing it on yes. That doesn't count towards the radio ratings. We've got more of a young audience that podcasts us than streams us. That's the stuff that Neil Best refuses to write about. That's the stuff that the Mongos are scared to bring up. So I'm tired of this false narrative. Manga. You want to listen to Francesca? Go ahead. You want to listen to us? Go ahead. I don't care. I've got the contract. I love the job. I've been here 17 years. I built a career that I'm very proud of. Let him do what he does. I don't care. That's a good... I don't care if anyone listens. There's still 40 seconds left. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep going, Donnie. That's, that's good, though, to say, you know, I don't care if anyone listens. We got people watching on Yes. What's that, a thousand people? And, and you know, Mike, you <laughs> talk about me falling asleep here. Yeah. I, if you go back and actually watch the clip of that freak out, oh, Michael I'm, K. I'm pretty sure Michael K. is actually yeah. asleep. Michael K. is like, what the fuck is he talking about? All right, just go ahead, Donnie. You gonna you want more of that? Um, or you want Francesca? It's it's yeah, it's basically all it's all he, essentially he, he, that he repeats himself like yeah, it's times. all basically that where he's bitching about ratings. You can say what you want about the ratings. It's it's odd that he's not even doing the Fred Toucher thing, where Fred Toucher just lies about ratings. He's not even saying, he's like, yeah, so what? He's beating me. Who cares? Did, speaking of Toucher, did he just get like a new wardrobe makeover or something? I saw them like tweeting about like he, like he got a haircut I and guess, he got like a new yeah. suit. I don't know. I guess. And again, Fred Toucher says like Minahan's ripping off Howard Stern. It's like, that's, that's the type of shit Stern did 30 years ago. With the, dr- the lazy drunk guy gets a makeover. Whoa. Wacky. John Dennis did that a few years ago with Chris Curtis. The lazy, right. the lazy, he woke up the lazy drunkard for a trip to Milton's. So it's been done before, Fred, if you want to talk about being unoriginal. But yeah, the Pope has a response to Don LaGreca's insane rant. I don't talk about other shows. And, uh, you know, I've never spent 10 minutes with the guy in my life, so I don't know why he'd have uh, things to say about me, but that's that's up to him. I mean, I could, I could care less. <laughs> it means nothing to me. <laughs> Attaway, Pope. That's essentially what Chris Curtis did to me. I don't know, who, who is this guy? I don't give a shit about him. He's chirping at me on Patrick Gilroy's show. Get out of here. So I know the feeling, Don LaGreca, of not being heard by number one. But fucking relax, man. You're you're fighting a losing battle. You're, the point is that you don't care about ratings. I don't get that point. It should be that you're a better show. It sh- you should be attacking Francesca for being lazy, not caring about his show, for kicking, retiring, letting people replace him, and then kicking him out. That's what you should be going after him for. Because you certainly can't go after him for his ratings. And speaking of a guy with ratings, this one I did forget to tell you about. This one we don't have audio for because we're not allowed to play it. We got in trouble for that. Dry and boring, Chris Curtis. We had stuff edited out of this podcast every week for the first, what, six weeks we did it? Something like that. But we can't play 98.5 audio, so I can't play this. But did you hear Maz talking about uh, Giselle? Giselle <laughs> no, Bunchen? I, think, I think, I think I turned it at that point. <laughs> our, boy, our boy Reamer, that was supposed to come in here today, got in trouble for the comments he made about Brady's daughter. And... If you go back and listen to that, it was a throwaway joke by Reamer, if we're being honest. Yeah, but That's he's talking what... about the station's biggest guest. Sure. Well, okay. You're right. 
and I and, and thank we, you. We can talk about with thank we can you. talk about that with Reamer next week. But my point is, uh, I believe ninety-eight five broadcast the Patriots games. Am I wrong about that? No, you're not. They have the right to the Patriots games. Correct. And who's their superstar? Tom Brady. Uh, you heard yeah, of him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tom Brady. And yeah. who's Tom Brady's wife? That would be Giselle. Giselle. Maybe the only woman as important to him as his daughter, probably his wife. His mother. And his mother. Th- those three would yeah. be. So Tony Maz goes on this rant the other day that we can't play for legal bullshit. But he he starts going off about how uh, Giselle, the sight of Giselle makes him want to retch, makes him want to vomit. Huh. He can't stand even the sight of her. Finds her disgusting. Hmm. And then adds, I'm not joking here. I'm not joking here, Mike. Mike, I'm being serious. Giselle makes me want to retch. And not a peep is said about it. No one gives a fuck. It's the weirdest thing where, for whatever reason, this station gets a lot of shit, Reamer Fourier, for jokes. Felger and Maz say things that they apparently believe. They say, I'm not joking here. <laughs> that they believe about the, st- the station's Number one client, essentially, the Patriots. That's the number one team that they have the rights for that they broadcast. And Maz is going off about how Tom Brady's wife makes him want to vomit. That's acceptable? I don't get it. But we've got a double standard here, folks, that we're fighting against. Your boy Blind Mike is helping you fight against it. Reamer, Minahan, Callahan, Mutt to an extent. That's it. I don't see anyone else fighting the good fight. Ordway, maybe? Certainly not the afternoon show. So all I'm saying is, throw me on, throw me on with Dale, I'll mix it up, throw me on the weekends, throw me on with Gilroy again. I mean, don't do that, that's torture. But you, you see my point, the point I'm making is, throw me wherever you want, I'll go. And uh, hopefully we'll have Reamer in next week, hopefully Dan will be prepared next week, hopefully we'll have a much better episode than the horse shit I just fed you for a half an hour. See you next week, folks. You've been listening to Trash Talk with Blind Mike. Hear it again on WEEI.com, iTunes, and the Radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk, a presentation of WEEI.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.